đời sông núi anh em ta đáp đời sông núi quyết bảo vệ sang sang ta thể chết cho quê hương at host my radio it's on on every monday and every friday and host my radio welcome to the show thank you Hello guys, welcome to this week's episode of Team Cat Home, my radio today. Well, it's pretty late, I know. Um, I'm ha- I have a lot of work to do, but I'll be back in there soon. Um, so, for SGA report today, yeah, well, I gotta do some announcements today. Um, tomorrow will be a podcast. Of course, there will be a podcast. December 3rd will be the General Assembly. Hopefully you guys can come there. Some of you guys, hopefully. And registration for cl- uh, for class for next semester is have already been open, so hopefully you guys can register your class. Um, hopefully you guys do your test, TSI test. Those are the important things. And let's get to the um radio. Let's get to the uh, news today. So, bo- uh, border polling stations plan may not boost voter turnout. Uh, first off, um, this thing is most of these are from before we're gonna. Before we read anything else, um, I guess we're going to choose tier um, news first, and I guess it will be more interesting. Because this one's from yesterday, we're going to do uh, yesterday's news. And you guys have heard about the Legislative Council elections coming up um, next month. And Hong Kong Central is uh, mostly the, passion, uh, the path of democracy group, and the third side. Test the wars as... As Beijing tried to avoid the appearance of a stage um, election, st- stage manager election. The demolition of Hong Kong's democracy movement during the past years, along with the old ways of electing local legislators, is now a well known story. Inevitably, the cause of this demolition have become the subject of contending narratives between the central government responsible for the demolition and those who are receiving an end. According to the official developing explanation of these events, there are no official broken promises. Hong Kongers were led into a mistaken understanding of Beijing's original intentions by by London's deliberate maneuvering before Hong Kong's return to China's rule in 1997 and by watching malicious meddling afterwards. But those on the receiving ends tell a different story, and their experience continues to shape the course of the events at Hong Kongers. Candidates and voters prepared for their first legislative council election under the new rules. On December 19th, with difficulty, a few remnants of the pre demolition days were trying to find a way in the new order. Now, as Hong Kongers, many, many others saw it as the old way supposed to have been a transition between the colonial era and a new form of representative local government. It is based on a goal of universal suffrage election for the chief executive and the entire representative assembly known as the Legislative Council election or LegCo in shorthand. Of course, Beijing, of course, like always, like they said, Beijing had promised that all of this and much more preparation in 1997, transfer from colonial back to China rules, had been written in the promise of the new basic law constitution promulgated by the central government for the Hong Kong's post-1997 use. 
At the time, there was no end to Hagwin Wildy when a new post-1997 arrangements were drafted. But in due course today came in Hong Kong, became a new light as a special minister region within the Chinese People's Republic. Populations have already changed in historical natures of transition from safety of British rule to uncertain life under the Communist Party-led government. Its revolutionary social transformations campaigns has sent se- several waves of migra- migrants across the border into Hong Kong between 1929 and 1970. So Hong Kongers look upon 1997 with some trepidation. But the handover went smoothly enough, and by then the transition from uh, from subjects to citizens was well underway. As partic- a participant community confined to social concerns in the colonial days, was beginning to think about its role and responsibilities in governments and politics. People were learning how to organize and campaign, were looking many for trying to challenge of trying to. Build something like a democratic form of local government in the city that I've never known one before. And to do all of that under the Communist Party rule. It would be a un- it would have been a unique achievement. But organizing and campaign ultimately hit a dead end as Beijing embarked on a long procrastination exercise. They continued one of the OFA to find delayed decisions with another first two decades after nineteen ninety seven. As promised, the government wholly um, elected by universal suffrage, who kept receding like a mirage on a some distant horizon. So Beijing, here's the thing. Here's the facts, guys. This is true. Beijing promised that they will be universal suffrage for the legislative council election and universal suffrage on voting the chief executive. But they kept delaying it. One day they were saying 2012, and then another one would be 2017, and then the, then it's like it doesn't make any sense. Why have an election in the first place if you keep delaying it? The only markers who got this way were cryptic official references, such as those in the 2014 and the 2015, and 2015, when Beijing began speaking in terms of universal um, jurisdiction over Hong Kong and mainland-style universal suffrage election for. Officially approved candidates. So for your average people, it's basically in terms. It's like yeah, we we are in charge of Hong Kong. We're not gonna give you. We do allow you to have an election, but the candidates that we had that we given to you are gonna be the one that we chose, basically. This strange disconnected. Between the demands of the Hong Kong campaigners and Beijing's resistance continued until 2019, when patience snapped and the campaign escalated into insurrection. Although though not announced at the time, Beijing's response was finalized at the fourth plenum of the Communist Party Central's Committee in late October 2019. It was just months before the transformed insurrectionary moved into a dramatic landslide victory at the ballot box. The occasions in Hong Kong was a lo- was a local election for neighborhood level district council. Of course, it's significant in itself, but sending a clear message to Beijing that they could no longer deflect with their usual espionage rebuttal. Their candidates went down to a def- went down to defeat in groundswell 
of voters' preference for candidates who have united under the banner in support of the ongoing protests and for genuine universal suffrage election. This was despite the violence then at its heights. Turnout at the time was actually 71% of all registered voters. The highest records for a popular election since the customs was introduced in the 1980s. Voters stood in line for hours, afraid that if they wait longer until the later day, the polling might run out of ballots. So, in 2019, in, in October through November, there was a district council election at the time. Each pro-democracy... Now, the district council don't get to do a lot of things. They mainly handle only small things, like local things. They handle things like putting traffic lights, putting garbage cans, helping water sewage system, and all those kind of things. Though the district council is relatively is relatively low when work relatively work on their jobs, but they do get to choose what they but they get to be on the seat of the election committee, even though the system is rigged, so it could be possibly controlled by Beijing itself. But the election but the election for twenty twenty at the time before it got cancelled was actually supposed to be for it was actually a major importance. Because that kind of election get to pass laws. The district council is passing laws on their local level, mostly. So in, to- so in total, there's example district councils like Daipol and the district council of Wong Dai Sing. Those two district council, I guess was furthermore, they end up sweeping all of the pro, pro- Beijing out of there. And and Daipol, there's only two. I think there's only a couple of rural committee people, and that's about it. And that's it. That's all they have. Beijing's October 2018 decision took shape in the form of the National Security Law, promulgated in June 30th, 2020, and the revision to the Hong Kong's Basic Law Election Regulation promulgated in March of this year. The new rules have imp- has been implemented with immediate effect and unaccustomed vigor and place of the post-1997 system that election campaigners have been trying to build into a new, some form of representative local government. A whole new way of political life is emerging. As a net result of the new national security law, most pro-democracy leaders have either fled, arrested, imprisoned for, political, for any political offenses. Some of them were granted bail, most of them were waiting for trial, and now am overburdened by a volume of suspects. Their offenses derive from both of the from the new law and from the new draconian culture of law enforcement that's introduced in the wake. The net result is a whole generation of potential candidates no longer eligible to contest an election as search for distance behavior extended backwards and forwards across the June 30th, 2020 National Security Dividing Line that herald the new order. The new law is not retroactive, but the search for dissident's behavior shows no bounds whatsoever. The election system itself has undergone a dramatic reversal from what originally had been designed from an eye of the promise eventual eventual goals of universal suffrage election that aims is no longer receding like a distant mirage, but a evaporate altogether. It eventually, it already evaporated already. And this place is a redesigned legislative council election of and new electoral arrangement to reduce it. The new council has an 
it used to have 70 seats, 70 seats, and now has 90 seats. But of those 90, only 20 people will vote it one person, one vote basis person. As a bit if to mock the, the basic law's promise of a government wholly elected by universal suffrage. New design features only two legislators directly elected by voters and the ten drawn geographic constituency. Another survey are reserved for only old circles, occupation based on functional constituency. Additionally, forty seats will be filled to the election committee that itself has been has been formed by electors from the same functional constituency. Grouping set to elect only thirty legislatures, most of them indirectly. So the entire election now hinges on a convoluted circle of the concurrent membership and the safe pro-establishment pro-Beijing as individuals who are approved to hold them. All candidates must be vetted by seven members of the candidate eligibility review committee. Edit vetting is done by a consultation with the new National Security Police Unit that is in turn worked with the new mainland staffed office to safeguard national security. Now, in the colonial days, British officials spoke discreetly about pointing right sort of colonists to a various local representative council. Such appointment were regarded as being safe. Beijing designs are far more elaborate, but aims is identical. To try and guarantee that only right sort of Hong Kong will occupy the space provided and perform the functions expected of them. It could not be more complete reversal of the old 1997 promises for a or a bigger defeat for the pro-democracy movement to inspire. Yet officials keep saying they will welcome one and all and they want to see a diversity of candidates. Really, they said they want to see overall candidates. Old star pro-democracy partisans are free to try their luck if any can be capable of surviving a multi-layer um, search for incriminating evidence. Only those who survive can qualify to meet official Frequent, um, designate as being local patriots, who means someone who loves China and Hong Kong and contemporary equivalent of safe. By loving China, it means loving the Hong the Hong Kong government and the Hong Chinese government, mostly. Of course, centrist candidates are trying to test out the wires. Yet, inevitably, inevitably, there are some who want to test the wires. Who are not pro-establishment or tried and true pro-Beijing lawyers or pro-democracy partisans who politically blemish records. Um, those ca- these candidates hopeful might be seen as representing the old modern middle way that a few in the Hong Kong democracy have long championed. The Democratic Party founder Anthony Chung Binglong was amongst the first to declare himself in their respect. He quit the party in in two thousand four in mounting and Cromney between moderates and the Young Turks. He joined the administration of the hardline patriot chief executive Lun Chum Ying. Um, Civic Party founding member Ronnie Tonggawa, originally a critic of national security legislation, even in its Macau version as late as 2009, nevertheless found himself as odd with more determined activists of most other members. He left the party in 2015, and he even resigned his seat at the Legislative Council. He's now a chief executive. He's not. He's not a member of the chief executive advisory in the executive council. Another such out of sync Democrats was Dick Ying, 
a founding member of the Democratic Party who also resigned in 2015. Over, and also another person, Nelson Wilson Chi, who left the Democratic Party at the same time for the same reason, over the support of debate of debate, Jean style form package and back in 2015. The last draft of all. Man was mainstream Democrats' refusal to endorse Beijing's 2014 mainland style non negotiable plan for universal suffrage, cheap executive election. It did feature universal suffrage, but for Beijing's approved candidates only. The electrical reform that was supposed to be ongoing has disappeared altogether from Beijing's 2014 decision. Yet, there is a chance of survival. The, amidst the ruins of Hong Kong's pre-2020 democracy movement. It might come from these remaining variations on the original theme, for, for want of a better term. They are now being called centralists, instead of pro-Beijing. Several are now testing the wires and they're trying to look under the Hong Kong's new election rules, according to the preliminary calculation that there's dozens of such candidates, all but one of ten new constituents, geographic constituency. The two-week nomination period from October 30th to November 12th for December 19th legislative election have, have just ended. Sparring has submitted their nomination papers during those, those two weeks. The paperwork has included signatures of 10 election committee members, two of which were in committee of the five sectors, including Sector 5, who won't be populated by unequivocal pro-Beijing lawyers. The reigning committee disqualified one candidate on Friday, Lao Chi-chung, who is running in the medical and health services functional constituency, but was barred from the post as he worked for government part-time, which is against the election rules. As to who the, who is not there, the, sh- the shows, the no-shows include members of the previously dominant Democratic Party, as well as the, as the members as well as the Civic Party and Long Hair Long Guat Home League of Social Democrats. As much argument against the advice of veteran Emily Lau and Wulet that the Democrat ultimate part ultimately decided the members could participate, but they decide on need more proof of campaign team support in the various constituencies than the few aspiring hopefuls could provide. There are also an indication of less enthusiastic support from voters' base. Ultimately, no one came forward to contest the smaller associate association for democracy and people's livelihood went through the same sequence and emerged as the, with the same result. Most of the prominent centrist fallen away Democrats testing the wars are Ronnie Tong, Path of Democracy, and the Jiyun Third Side Political Group. They issued a joint statement published in the Ming Pao in which they introduce themselves members of the loyal opposition. According to the declaration, they affirm China's sovereignty over Hong Kong and they need to respect national security law, but they affirm that the original one country, two system promise made by Beijing and seek to maintain Hong Kong's system way of life. This includes a search for way path toward universal suffrage election. They also hope to improve standard and accountability of the Hong Kong government. Unfortunately, the ideas did not impress. Tong himself is not seeking to regain the Lechko seat that he gave up in 2015, but two of his party members finally secured enough nominating signatures to qualify down from his original f- plan for five. He sent out a, an SOS appeal 
as the November 12th deadline nomination um, application was approached. Despite his own transformation from the mainstream Democrats to executive counselor, executive committee members seemed reluctant to give his candidates the benefit of doubt. One of the two hopefuls who mentioned past the gate are Jeffrey Chan, a medical professional who, who will be contesting the geographic constituency in Calhoun East, and Alan Wong in the New, in the new Territories Northeast. Dick Chi-Yin barely won his election committee seat in, November, in the September election, making him the committee's sole non-establishment member. Both of his party mate Casper Wong secured the necessary signatures to enter the electrical race and contest for a functional constituency and geographical constituency, respectfully. Nelson Wong to continue, hopes to continue to fight for democracy and universal suffrage election from the geographical constituencies in the New Territories Northwest. Also running is Mandy Tom, an accountant from, by profession, at one time a Civic Party member, as well as a legislative counselor holding a functional constituency accountancy seat. And then there is an old-time political aggravator, Frederick Fumginke, who never saw an election campaign he didn't want to join. His old party, his old party, the ADPL, was eventually inherited by a younger, more activist member. Fung part ways in 2014 after behaving badly over the candidate selection for <clears throat> for the election for the legislative council special election in the old Kowloon West constituency. After vowing his old election day was done, he now decided to give it another try. Fum said he has learned his lesson and his new vow is to never say it's never say never again. The new campaign still there is one thing in note that the that any election that any kind of a popular vote no matter how constrained. They somehow also managed to contain elements of humor, like the irresponsible Frederick Fum who can't resist another run on a campaign trial. But in this case, the spotlight falls at least lightly on performers. Beijing's officials work in the representative liaison office here for the first time in their world disciplined lives. They have learned that what they like to put together an election campaign. As have been widely reported, officials are concerned about the appearance of walkover stage election. And rightly so, with all of the Hong Kong most popular politicians not in the race, and with intimidation of blank ballot protests, part of the general public. The December 19th election coalition might look like what it is, namely an election for a patriot-only person. Always politically correct, the South China Morning Post nonetheless told the story according to the October 30th deadline. Beijing's micromanaging Hong Kong electrical election down to checking approving candidates behind the scenes, source say. Sign of relief were almost audible in the follow-up to the front page on the on November 13th. The nomination the day after the nomination close. Lechko's election will be the first to see every seat contested. This account counts repeatedly on an antidote report the earlier about the pro-establishment incumbent standing for re-election and previously uncontested seats who were told to get to go out and find a person to run against this time. As for those who can't lose, the po- the post had done an even better job introducing the new lineup that together with the old guard should make 
December 19th, a perfectly safe election day. The experienced veterans are, of course, the Federation of Trade Union, with a history dating back all the way to 1940, plus the political party, the Democratic Alliance for the Betterment and Progress of Hong Kong. Both have long experience feuding candidates, but are now scrutinized more carefully by new mainland managers. The old guard is being criticized for not having produced any outstanding political talents. Among of their politicians, the only DAB founding chairman, Jasper Jungjup Singh, not retired, has a wider political appeal. The reason, of course, is that Jung is willing to do what others, including the new in-house critics, are not. Namely, acknowledge wider public concerns beyond those of the probation committee. The manager has much to learn. Newcomers recruit any mix of being introduced about as elites. Business executives and others working in the cross-border enterprises, the very same who made the entrances of the few in the few weeks in the election committee election, these were seen as especially important to promoting Hong Kong's role as an economic city. And the financial center and the accordance of Beijing's long-lasting um, vision for its ex-colonial territories. Still, there is one candidate hopeful who doesn't fit easily in either two, the centrist or pro-Beijing group. Categories, he, he is Gary Zhang Xinyu, a railway engineer by profession who, hap- who happened to be in the main man in charge of the Prince Edward Mass Transit Railway on the night of April, uh, August 31st, 2019. The day marked the anniversary of the Beijing's August 31st decision in 2014 on the universal suffrage of chief executive election. A huge crowd gathered around downtown across the harbor of Hong Kong Island. The entire incident occurred the night as people were heading home back uptown, with police in search of anger protests jumping turnstiles and smashing tickets machine. Police ordered the station closed and left behind aftermath of blaze scenes that no one was a- had been able to witness, giving a rise to unfounded rumors that persisted for months. The main entrance to the station became a place of primrage, where, peop- where people left flyers and messages and memories of those who had been killed in the 831 incident. Zhang's family, who had migrated to Hong Kong when he was a teenager, having grown up and been educated there. He said he now regarded himself as a local. In a recent interview, he told he spent he told that he spent months afterwards trying to explain to people that at least no one was been beaten to death at night. But he also called for an independent investigation into police brutality, which police adamantly, which officials and police adamantly resisted since the beginning of the protests in mid twenty nineteen. John belongs to a group, political group called New Pro- Hong Kong Prospect, recently organized by main, by Chinese mainlanders like his family. He planned to run for geographical constituency and the new territories north near the border, home to many of the new mainlanders' migrants. Candidates will be um, candidates who are running for the Kowloon districts are Deng, Bill Dungabiu, Yamengyu, Jeffrey Chan, Zhen, Wu Gingwa, and Li Gaiyang. Can't see for running for Kowloon West district are Vincent Chan, Leung Man Guang, Frederick Fung Gingge, Candidates running in the Kowloon Central District are Starry, are Starry Lee, Mandy Tam, Young Winky, 
and the candidates running in the new territories northeast are Chan Hakan, Dominic Lee, Alan Wong, and Nelson Wong. Candidates running for the new territories north are Lo, Edward Lo Guofeng, Sheng Hongqi, Gary Chang, and Julie Zhang. That's the total of people will be running. And it's a long news. It's, a, it's still early to know if there's any results going on for the election, uh, legislative council election. And we don't know if any centrist is going to be running anyway. Of course, there's, there's no possibility that gonna be, there's going to be any winning or losing anyway. And speaking of election, I'm going to go straight faster before we head up to 12. We don't want to go 12 o'clock, don't we? Hong Kong government's plan to set up polling stations at the city border with China may not attract a lot of voters in mainland, in mainland to cast their ballots in the upcoming Patriot-only Legislative Council election, a local political scientist has said. Officials in, the, in Hong Kong are li- in liaison with mainland authorities to firm up the arrangement for allowing Hong Kong voters living living across the border to get a COVID-19 travel restriction and take part in the next month's Legislative Council election amidst of the pandemic itself. Polling station may be set up at various border checkpoints. Permanent Secretary for Constitution and Mainland Affairs Roy Tong reviewed in an online seminar on Saturday. Voters may return to to the mainland after going to the polls and avoiding undergo compulsory COVID-19 quarantine, he said. Tang said the, the government has studied the feasible, the feasible of an establish, establishing voting stations in the mainland, but the idea had ruled out as Hong Kong Hong Kong's election electoral laws required the polling must take place within the city boundaries. A poll conducted by the Hong Kong Free Press in October last year shows only 70% of Hong Kongers backed the proposal. Which is a lot less, actually. Chiki's ever carry land pledge on Saturday that the government will make an announcement as soon as possible. The Registration and Electoral Office has said last Friday that it's making a necessary preparation. But the election operation no arrangement, whether it includes setting up a border patrol, uh, polling stations, will be coordinated by Mainland Affairs Bureau. Electrical race is set out in December nineteenth. It's actually one of the first general elections under the new revamp rule by Beijing. The sweeping overhaul was passed in May, sweeping about about the direct of the ratio of the directly elected legislative seats to around twenty two point two percent, which is a lot less. While election hopefuls had go through multiple rounds of national security checks. The government and program official have hailed this as a competition broadly representative, but some election experts and many the people who told the truth said the absence of the count of the traditional opposition means race will only see limited competition. Now political analyst Ivan Choi of the Chinese University of Hong Kong told Hong Kong Free Press on Monday that proposals on border polling booths showed the government was thinking of different ways to boost ter- um, turnout, which is widely predicted to be lower than than previous polls, but the scholar doubted the effectiveness of such move, saying it would be quite demanding from electors and in, in the mainland to take f- hours long trips 
from the previous prop home provinces and cities to cast a ballot at the border checkpoints. I believe this is what he said. I believe the amounts of people who would have hearts to go all the way to the boundary to vote would not have a lot. It is hard to imagine a person based in Shanghai or Beijing will go to the boundary control points to vote. The CUHK scholar went on to say that allowing voting at the boundaries would make would have less impact on mainland China. Early proposals on set of setting up poll, polling facilities in different cities provinces may prompt the local residents to reflect on the democratic rights, he said. The legislative count, council ordinance stimulates that Hong Kong that Hong Kong's officers may strike off an elector if a such person no longer ordinary resides in Hong Kong. Ask if allowing Hong Kong based in mainland to vote in the boundaries would breach the rule. Tourists said the controversy exists before even the latest proposal exists. Some voters who live in Ajiao or County, County Garden, residential in Guangdong, they have always voted as an issue with or without border polling. Um, this is what actually he said. So, of course, the rule of election has already changed. Everything has already changed. Everything else has already not been the same. There's nothing you can do about it. And everything, everything that the candidates have, is going to be doing is going to be less contested than you expect it to be. And that's it for now. I'm afraid that this is going to be this is going to be the end. But and if but we'll be. But there will be a podcast tomorrow on Richland that we're gonna be that I'm gonna be in because I'm I'm gonna be in there every Tuesday so it depends unless it it changed somehow. And you guys enjoy if you guys enjoy hearing this podcast, make sure to check out more podcasts that's gonna be that's already been posted up already. Make sure to follow me on Spotify, on Instagram and Twitter as well. This is Kent Ho. This is Team Count My Radio. Thank you for tuning in, guys. Thank you. Kent Ho's My Radio. It's on on every Monday and every Friday. Kent Ho's My Radio. Welcome to the show. Thank you.